Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Thank God Mary Kay Cabot is on the phone to talk to us <laughs> next. North Ope said Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline is where we will find her. And you can find her every day in the Plain Dealer at Cleveland.com. Hi, Mary Kay. Can you help me? I just I can't deal with him today. Hi, Mary Kay. I'm here for whatever you need, Andy. I got you. Did you take any psych- psychology classes that maybe you can smooth things over for us without I us having did, to pay actually. for it? I did, actually. Okay, Yes, I, I pride myself on being an amateur psychologist, so nice. I've got you. Well, I figure if you've covered the Browns as long as you have, you would need some of those classes to help be, yourself yeah. out there. So that's a good point. Uh, Mary Kay, uh, Super Bowl this week, but the the big story around here, uh, you know, Dorsey's stepping up, Ken Dorsey's stepping up to the podium. And speaking to the media for the first time, um, your thoughts on that and what did we learn and why will he be different uh, than our last offensive coordinator? You know, that is a really, really good question. And we don't know yet if he's going to call the place. And I do think uh, that there is something to be said for the play calling. Now, you can argue that, you know, as long as you – you know, plan everything out during the week and everybody puts their heads together and you come up with the game plan that maybe the actual play calling on game day isn't that imperative, but I think it is. I think there's clock management. I think there's decisions on fourth down. You know, I think it's more than just the scripted plays and whatnot. So, you know, I think you have to get a feel for the game. I think you have to be ready to make adjustments. And, you know, those things are all collaborative as well. Uh, But I do think there is something to be said uh, for for a really, really good play caller. And we just don't know if he's going to do that yet. Mary Kay, Andy and I discussed this the other day. I threw it out as a thought. Bill Callahan leaves. Kevin has said time and time again what a trusted source Bill Callahan was for him. An office right next door, he'd go bounce ideas off of him. Couldn't completely trust him to handle the offensive line. I wonder if if Bill Callahan leaving for Tennessee – might make Kevin think, you know what, maybe I need to, to to free myself up from play calling so that I can help in that area as well a little bit. And without Bill there as a trusted confidant even during the week, maybe there's just a little bit more on Kevin's plate and he'll give up play calling. Not that I want him to. I think he's good at it. But I just wonder if that's a factor involved. You know what, I'm, I am going to say no on that. And the reason why I say that is because 
Kevin is now heading into his fifth season. So I think he, you know, he has learned so much. I don't know that he needs, uh, you know, that particular person as much as he did in the past. But he also does still have guys like that on his staff. He's got Kevin Rogers on his staff as, as a senior advisor. He's got Bill Musgrave on his staff as a senior advisor. So he hasn't left himself short in the sort of, you know, senior experience, wisdom, old sage, not old, I don't mean that from an age standpoint, um, but just from an experience standpoint, right. you know, he's got those guys. So I think he's fine there. What they need to find, and, and I agree with you, I don't think that Kevin should necessarily give up play calling. I might even be writing about that today if I can get my act together and get to the airport and all those things I have to do today. <laughs> but, um, it's a long flight, Mary Kay. You can, you can type on the flight. Yes, I, I can. I can do that. Um, but, you know, I, I just think that, um, you know, Kevin has has to find a good replacement for Bill Callahan. I don't think he necessarily needs to find the the mentor type guy, but he just needs to find a really good offensive line coach. And they are out there. The Browns have had other good offensive line coaches, and they'll get another one. Mary Kay, what are your thoughts on Deshaun Watson not liking scripted plays? That was a little bit of a theme yesterday. Yeah, you know what? I, I actually asked that question yesterday yes. because I found it pretty fascinating when Deshaun first said that because I think that's meaningful. So I went back in and I dug into his six starts and discovered that he had only scored one touchdown on his opening drive in those six starts for 16%, whereas Joe Flacco, it was four out of five for 80%. And I, I do think that there's something to be said for that. And I don't know exactly what it means. And maybe there's more to it than meets the eye. But I do think that it, it begs a discussion between the powers that be on offense and Deshaun Watson. And I thought Ken Dorsey handled it really well yesterday. He acknowledged that, uh, yeah, if a, if a quarterback expresses something like that, you have to deal with it. You have to talk about it. You have to address it. And, you know, he even said, you know, if, if that, you know, if that is his belief, his conviction that he feels a certain way about something like that, then yes, it, it needs to be discussed. And so I'm glad they're going to do that. It certainly doesn't mean that they're not going to do scripted plays anymore. And Ken was very adamant about the fact that, you know, whatever is best for the team is what we're going to do. But I'm sure that you can do something within the parameters of those scripted plays that would make Deshaun feel more comfortable or, uh, you know, maybe he could be more involved or more vocal about what he's seen during the week in terms of those scripted plays. If he says, hey, that short pass to the left to the tight end isn't going to work for me, uh, two of those got picked off for pick sixes on the first and second play of the game. You know, if he feels that way about that play, then he's got and, – and within every play, of course, you have your progressions and your reads and your options and those kinds of things. But he has to have more of a comfort level – with what's going on in the beginning of the game. He has clearly expressed that he doesn't have that right now. So I don't think it's a, you know, a major, you know, fix. I don't think it's anything that means that there's some big disconnect or anything like that. I just think that he has to have a comfort level with how he starts the game so that he can be the playmaker that he is. Mary Kay, if you look at the resumes of Alex Van Pelt and Ken Dorsey, there are a lot of things that match up, you know, career backup quarterbacks, lots of quarterback coaching, a little bit of offensive coordinator. Do you get a sense yet of what the main difference is going to be between these two guys? 
Yeah, I sort of think it is the experience coaching dual threat quarterbacks. Uh, the hiring of Ken Dorsey or whoever was going to come in was going to be all about maximizing the skill set of Deshaun Watson. And that is the reason why Ken Dorsey is here. He has the ability to do that. And why do we know that? Because he's done it before. That's what he has done his whole entire career, is worked with Cam Newton and Josh Allen. And I know for a fact that um, that Deshaun Watson really, really admires Josh Allen's game. And he's very close friends with Cam Newton. So he already has some common ground with Ken Dorsey where he knows that Ken knows what's going on in his mind, knows how to coach a player like him, and is going to be really good at it. So I think that is a great place to start with knowing that your quarterback already has a natural uh, built-in comfort level uh, with the guy who is going to be devising the game plans during the week or at least helping to. Only thing I'll say about that, Mary Kay, and I, I think – I think you're abs- I think that's a great response by you, and I think that's a, a, an astute observation. Only thing I'll say is this: Cam Newton, Josh Allen built like tight ends, so you're going to have to adjust a little bit, right? Because Deshaun's built like a, a skinny running back. Well, you're right about that. I mean, you can't, you certainly can't expect the same kinds of bulldozing from Deshaun that you got from Cam and that you got from from Josh, because if you do that then you're going to run into some injuries in a big hurry. And, of course, that, you know, that's, that's obvious, and that's, I'm glad that you brought that up. But it is true. You have to adjust. You have to pivot. But the point is you do have a quarterback who's going to make off-schedule plays, who's going to make plays on the run, who you can design runs for, uh, and you can use that whole aspect of his game, you know, that you can't with, you know, say, a Joe Flacco or someone. So – he he has the knowledge to do that, and he has the experience of doing that. Uh, he knows, you know, when to dial it back, when to let it rip. He you know he knows how to work with quarterbacks like this. That the quarterbacks who he said some interesting things yesterday about the fact that, you know, when you have a quarterback like that that is going to take those kind of chances and be aggressive, and sometimes Josh Allen looks downright down, looks downright right reckless, right? But True. you know, I mean, what he makes he makes up for it with some absolutely amazing place and I think that is what uh, everybody's going to have to live with with Deshaun and I don't know that that would have been in Alex Van Pelt's wheelhouse that much and the reason why I say that is because I always remember asking him when um, you know when Odell Beckham Jr. wanted to you know freelance and run around and get open in any way that he could and Baker was always like no you got to be on a spot you got to be at a place and I would ask Alex about that. And he's like, no, that's right. You got to be right there. You got to be. And that's not the kind of ball that Deshaun plays. Deshaun's going to run around and you've got to stay relevant. You've got to stay ready. You've got to find a way to get open. And it's more, you know, it's just, it's a feel for the game. And you have to have receivers that have the same feel for that kind of game. And that isn't necessarily the background of, of what, Alex Van Pelt has come from, not to say that he can't do that, but that's just not where his experience is. And, and that is where Ken Dorsey's experience is. All right, Mary Kay, let's turn the page just a little bit here. Um, are you prepared to take a 12-hour flight, 12-13 hour flight down to Brazil to watch the Browns and Eagles week one because the Browns have a one-in-nine chance of being that team after what we found out yesterday? Do you think the Browns are going to Brazil? Well, you know, I, I think they have a decent chance. It, it, 
you know, I haven't looked at all of uh, the ins and outs of it yet, but it's probably even better than one in nine for various reasons that I haven't even really uh, contemplated yet or analyzed yet. You know, some of the teams on the list probably have might have other international games that they have to go play and might not really necessarily be, um, you know, I don't know. I haven't really looked into it that deeply yet, but yes, I am prepared to go to Brazil and um, I think it would be fun and exciting. And I think it, you know, it's making history and uh, you know, I love to try new things. I think it'd be so great for the team. This is a team that travels well. I feel like, you know, this whole entire uh, year was just about, you know, the Greenbrier and then Philadelphia and then LA. And it, it was just almost like, uh, you know, they were just on the road so much and we were with them for every one of those trips and they travel well, they, they bond well on the road and they can handle uh, this trip to Brazil. So I hope they get it. I think it'll be great for Browns fans and great for everybody involved. Um, uh, there was a little bit of a, uh, I don't want to say a huff, but I mean, normally when you go to the Super Bowl, would you have covered the commissioner's press conference? He moved it up two days this year. And from everything I've read, uh, a lot of the media not happy about it because he kind of hand-selected the media members that would be in the room, and it was only 125 members of the media. Just you know, your thoughts on that. Well, let me first say that I would have been one of those in the room. I, okay. I, I, I had an opportunity to do that, but it came late. I didn't know that that was going to happen like that until just a couple of days ago. And I already had my plans and I'm, you know, leaving on Tuesday and I'm, I am disappointed about that because I do love to be at the commissioner's press conference. So I'm very disappointed that they did it so early in the week. um, You know, when not everybody is there yet because people do trickle in uh, throughout the week. So very disappointed. I couldn't be there. um, And, you know, maybe next year they'll push it back a couple of days and do it on, uh, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or something like that. But, um, yeah, I can see why people, you know, would be a little disappointed about the way that it happened. Who do you like in the game? You know, I'm just done betting against Patrick Mahomes. It's just one of those things where, you know, we are witnessing perhaps the GOAT. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Maybe he'll surpass Tom Brady. But if we're not witnessing the GOAT, then we're witnessing a really close runner-up. I mean, he's amazing. I, you know, I have a little tiny bit of history with Patrick Mahomes, which I've told this story to you guys so many different times. But maybe it bears repeating now that uh, when the Browns had the number one pick in 2018, I was on Radio Row at the Super Bowl, and, um, and I ran into Patrick Mahomes' agent, uh, Chris Cabot, and we are not related. He has an extra B in the middle there. <laughs> but um, so, uh, you know, so I ran into him and he was like, hey, you know, do you want to, you know, would you like to do a, a one-on-one interview with Patrick? I have him here. And, um, you know, would you like to spend a few minutes talking to him? And I was like, of course. <laughs> but the thing back then was, you know, nobody was really talking about him as the number one overall pick. The Browns had the number one pick. And Patrick was not really on the radar at that number one overall pick for the huh. Browns. He just wasn't yet. And, but, and he should have been, of course. He absolutely should have been. Uh, but he was not. And that's a whole other story for another day. But, um, but he wasn't. 
And um, so I, but I was all too happy uh, to do that interview. And it was, his mom was there. Brittany was there. She was not his wife yet. She was his girlfriend. And, um, you know, he just came over and we stood and talked and I, I used my phone to do the video, which doesn't exist anymore because it was on a platform that kind of just disappeared, ah. um, which I'm so bummed about because I didn't keep the original video. But anyway, so um, I had the, you know, I, I talked to him about the Browns. I talked to him about how he would like to play for the Browns. He said he would love to play for the Browns. Um, you know, it was just all geared toward him being the number one pick and that sort of thing. And it was so cool. And then I, you know, then I just started digging into Patrick and started watching a bunch of film, his college tape. And, um, you know, I, I really liked him a lot. I liked him a lot. Uh, I liked Deshaun Watson that year coming out a lot. And, you know, the rest is history. We know how it all went down. Uh, the Browns selected Miles Garrett, who is probably about to become the NFL Defensive Player of the Year on February 8th in Vegas. Um, so that, that was good. But they still could have gotten either Patrick or Deshaun after that. And, um, you know, they would have had to trade up for Patrick, but they could have done it. They had the, they had the ammo to do it. Uh, so they, you know, they didn't end up with the quarterback that particular year, but then they circled back and, and they got a guy that they can, in Deshaun, that they believe uh, can compete with Patrick. That's the whole point. I mean, you, if you want to win the Super Bowl now, you've got to get, you know, you're going to have to get through Patrick Mahomes. And, and they feel that, that they have a guy that can do that. Uh, Mary Kay, last question. Just your thoughts on being in Vegas, and did you ever think that this would become a reality for the NFL? I, it, we've talked to so many people this week. They're like, I can't believe the Super Bowl is in Vegas, especially after the hard stand that the league had taken against gambling for so many years. You know what? It, it is kind of bizarre to think about it, but by the same token, it makes so much sense when you think about it. Uh, just the you know, just the magnitude of Vegas and the money and the power and the spotlight and everything. And Vegas is just a boom town. I mean, you know, I, I get out there for, for different things, mostly concerts and stuff like that, but, um, but it's just growing by leaps and bounds and it makes sense for the NFL to be there. It makes sense. And as long as everyone as long as people gamble responsibly, I am big on that too. Um, you know, as long as people can keep a handle on that aspect of it, it, Vegas and NFL to me just seem like a match made in heaven. All right, Mary Kay. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate you. Have a great trip. Don't get sunburned. Oh, it's like 40 degrees up, 45 oh, degrees it? up. Yeah, but it's yeah, still it's sunny. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's raining today, but it's, yeah, I think it's going to be, it might be warmer here while I'm in Vegas. Wow. Nice. That's unusual. Okay. Have Mary fun. Kay, we'll be reading everything you write to as well. So we'll catch you in the plane dealer and at cleveland.com. Thanks, Mary Kay. Thank you guys. Thanks, Mary Kay. All right. She is Mary Kay Cabot. She joins us every Tuesday at 11 o'clock. We love having her on. And of course, she was on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. So much to talk about when it comes to our conversation with Mary Kay Cabot. We'll do that next. How about a 2020 first with Meredith? Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! 
but my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart, Brian. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yeah, the story coming out of Boston today, uh, Bill O'Brien may not ever step foot on the, uh, I don't know, the sidelines or in the booth for Ohio State. He could be off to Boston College. I don't know if there's an update on that. Since What happens when you hire good people, right? Um, yeah, there was, just, there was talk about that this morning. That multiple reports out of Boston saying that uh, Bill O'Brien may not even stop in Columbus, and he'll just head straight for Boston College. But well, let's see if that happens yet. It hasn't, as of uh, as of right now, it has not happened. But the rumors are gaining steam, as I'm just looking at some of the headlines here. Um, it isn't a done deal, but they just need to cross some uh, cross some T's and dot some I's. So we'll see what happens. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he ends up uh, with Boston College. That, that would be kind of a bummer for Ohio State. I, I wonder... I wonder what the money difference is between being the head coach at Boston College and being a coordinator at Ohio State. I would think it's probably not very significant. Really? It might even be more at Ohio State, yeah. You think so? Yeah, I do. Dan, you disagree or agree with That's that? That's interesting. I was sending emails to No, do you think on, you what do you need? make more as the uh, defensive coordinator at Ohio State or as the uh, head coach at Boston College? Offensive coordinator, sorry, offensive. Uh, probably is the OC of Boston College. No, no, no. Head coach at Boston Boston. Yeah, head yeah, coach yeah, at Boston College. Sorry. I, I would think got a that's lot of true, but maybe not by much. Either. I don't know. I would think it'd be well, pretty the, close. The big one, too, is that he has a kid who's really sick. And so yeah. part of that is is he lives in the New England area and has the, the kid has been in and out of surgery. So I think that's playing into it oh, as man. well. Yeah, that was a, yeah. That was a when they were when, – what, what was he was in Houston – the whole hard knocks thing. A lot of that, that was a, a big part of the story of getting to know Bill O'Brien too. So um, the commissioner spoke yesterday, as we alluded to a little bit. Now, 
there was a little bit of a brouhaha. You read, um, I, I read front office sports. You read athletic on this. Somebody else had another. Oh, Peter King. Yeah, Peter King. Yeah, football. Morning Peter in King had a take on this too. First of all, do you think that it was cool, Jeff, that the commissioner kind of moved this up two days? He did the press conference in the Raiders locker room instead of like a grand that's a nice, ballroom. That's a nice space, though. Well, compared to a grand ballroom, <laughs> uh, only had about 125 media members in the room. And according to what Front Office Sports is writing, saying that if anybody had ever said anything bad about him, uh, they didn't get credentialed for the room because it was so small. What do you think of that? I am, I am not the right media person to ask these questions. You know why? Because my thought has always been, do I deserve to be there? Do I have to be there? Is is he doing a disservice? Is she doing a disservice? I've never gotten that fired up about it, if you want to know the truth. So the fact that he moved it up two days and only invited who he wanted to, I don't care. I, I really don't, and I, I never have. And that's probably my fault and on me and something bad about me. I've I've never gotten my panties all in a bunch about stuff like that. I really couldn't care less, if you want to know the truth. I, I, I know some media members get all fired up and are like, I can't believe – he disrespected us like that, moved it up two days, blah, 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 blah. He did, only did it. Th- so what? It's like because you're there, he's going to give you some earth-shattering answer? No. Or that, that you can not, get into a fight with him there? That's, that's So you not, can become bigger right. than the story? That's not going to happen. I, I got to be, so I, I gotta be honest. That stuff doesn't phase me in the least. Like, and, and this is honestly the way I feel about stuff. Do you want to talk to the media? Yeah. Okay, great. Do you not? Okay, fine. I, honestly, I I just don't get that fired up about it. So I have two different schools of thought on this. All right. Uh, one is a school of thought for a private business having a press conference. The other is for the government having a press conference. Like, uh, if this was a scenario where this was an elected official, they owe, I might they be a little some fired up. to people. Yeah. But, I, I, you know, the NFL is a private business, and if they want to control the media the way they want to, more power to them. No, they're not even. It's their football. Well, kind of. And if you, you know, don't like it, don't cover them. If they're limiting the number of people who are going or whatever, okay, well, can't invite everybody. Not in a room that only holds 125. Uh, even in a room that would hold 1,000, you can't invite everybody. We're pretty close. You know? Pretty close. Yeah, because there are only 1,000 media members in the country. Well, it's up to them. <laughs> you know what I mean, though, Andy? You're, you're right. exactly right. You you mad at the NFL because Raj didn't make it big enough? Well, they don't cover him. Like, I used to think, I used to laugh at all the people, that, like, because the Cavaliers, when the Cavaliers would have a big press conference, they would invite who? Everybody. They would invite season ticket holders. Their yeah. front office was invited. And then there would be applause. Yeah, and there would be applause. Which would make everybody mad. No, it would make the media cringe, but it is what it is. Sure. But it's a private business. It's not like the only team that I think that should have to have open would be the Packers, only because they're on the stock market, right? Publicly owned. Yes. So the the Packers are the only ones that I think that shouldn't restrict media when it comes to covering their press conferences. Sure, they use a lot of, you know, public funding to get stadiums built and stuff like that. But, I mean, that's, you know, we elect the officials. The officials uh, divvy up the money that we give them. And so shame on us if we're upset about that. But no one ever wants to look at it that are, way. Are you on? Are we on the same page? We're on the same page. Okay, hundred yeah. percent. Only because it's private business. I don't think that that's 
They don't have any obligation to invite no, they anybody. Don't. They don't. No. Now, could you argue that part of their popularity is because of the media, because of that conduit to Absolutely. the fans? 100%. But I don't know. Kind of is what it is. I'm going to take a couple phone calls here, and then I want to get into the commissioner. So. That's, that's the one thing that people don't always understand is that when you speak to the media, it's not like you're speaking to a bunch of reporters. That's how that's how you speak to your fans. But in this day and age of social media, Andy, it's not quite as necessary as it used to be. No, you can go out and make your own statement. Correct. And people will be like, well, they said that because of but they put it up there on the Twitter. Who challenged them on that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bill's in Parma. Hey, Bill. Hey, good morning, you guys. Good morning. I, I think uh, one of the reasons he probably respected it is that there's been questions about officiating, and he doesn't want to hear any questions about officiating. He got one. The Super Bowl. He, got, he got one about it. He talked about it. Okay. He talked about officiating. I mean, he talked about the fact that once you allow we'll, – we'll get into it here in a second. I, in fact, I'll play that clip when we come back. What else you got, Bill? Well, yeah, the other thing he probably doesn't want to talk about is articles in the New York Times about uh, players like Don Maynard, who used to play for the New York Jets, who was filing for disability because of CTE and uh, dementia and had to keep filing and filing and filing, even though he was in a nursing home. And he finally got it about two weeks after he died. And so there's a lot of players that are complaining about that, but that's not what I wanted to talk about. What I wanted to talk about is the idea of an offensive coordinator is, uh, is archaic. We don't need it anymore. And the reason is, and I've been kind of researching this a little bit, is that artificial intelligence will take the place of it. And I know that sounds you know, funny and you, know, you can laugh and snicker, uh, there will be a team in National Football League, as we're speaking right now, who will look at the tendencies of Watson, look at the tendencies of the other team and of ours, our team, and devise a plan that fits. And it's not going to be whether they you know, do it the Stefanski way or whatever. It will be do it the way to maximize a guy like Watson. The reason I say this is they asked Bill Gates uh, not too long ago, uh, when will they solve the most difficult math problem out there? And he said, uh, two years. And they said, who will write, when will the best novel be written better than Faulkner? And he said, eh, three years maybe. So this thing about having offensive coordinator and figuring that out, that's being done as we speak. They're already on their way. They have Paul yeah. De Podesta. That is true. Bill, thank you for the phone call. All right, we're going to hear from the commissioner what he had to say at yesterday's press conference. That and Mike Martz coming up at noon, straight ahead. Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. 
Just do a quick search for Tecovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tecovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. going to be a huge hit all the kids will be watching we're excited friday night uh it'll be the first one so it's early on so it'll be on before all the big uh preview shows for the networks right before you'll be able to watch that on friday night before the big weekend before the new saturday morning cartoons come out can i give you a, a thought on this from yes. my, my friend mark who sends me emails yes he says this the nfl and roger goodell are so full of themselves that they think the whole world wants to watch American football. He says that is not true. He said, if it were, now pay attention here, American football would be played in Europe and Asia, just as American baseball is played, like especially in Korea and Japan and Latin America, and American basketball almost everywhere in the world. I think it's stupid to do such a thing. Let those countries watch it on TV. In other words, we hear what what a big deal football is, you know, in London and in parts of Europe and everything else. And they want teams there. They're building NFL stadiums for teams there. Why don't they play? Because they're currently building teams, uh, stadiums for NFL teams there. It's still early in the the growth of the game. I, I don't know the answer to this. I wonder the extent of youth leagues. I do they play clubs, club football there? To, to a great extent, I, because baseball is worldwide. Basketball is worldwide. And I think Mark makes a very interesting is point. Is baseball worldwide? I don't see oh, Europe yeah. playing a lot of baseball. Well, it's around. I mean, yeah, but so football's around too. I, I think there, there are pro leagues in Italy. Let's be honest. Isn't cricket more popular across the world than football? I don't know. I, I, don't, I mean, I, I hear they tell me, they say this, you know, uh, soccer is obviously – Soccer, I actually believe, is the one true. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't well, think there's any question. I think Mark question. makes a great point. If, you know, if, if all these other spots in the world want football, why aren't they firing it up and playing it themselves? I just think it's an interesting point. Well, don't you think the NFL wants the markets, though, especially how big they are? I, I'm not even talking NFL. I'm just talking, you know. Why aren't they playing football? Because the game hasn't grown the way it has. Other it's games have. been around for 100 years. Yeah, so? So I, I just think it's really interesting. You know, is everybody else like, hey, you guys go ahead. You guys get all beat up and, and have your brains turn to mush. We're okay. We'll, we'll just watch you guys do it. We love that. I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't tend to. I, the beginning of the email I didn't agree with. Like, so say that. Just read the beginning of that again. We've, NFL and Roger Goodell are so full of themselves that they think the whole world wants to watch American football. Well, the ratings do kind of show that, don't they? I, I don't know. I think the, the ratings world watches are here. the Super Bowl. A lot of them do. Yeah, I, absolutely. Why aren't they playing? I, I just think it's interesting. Yeah, I don't totally agree with that. I'm, I'm That's not, all right. I'm You're allowed to not yeah. totally agree with it. I threw it out because I thought it was. Well, speaking of how to watch this. Interesting. Though, uh, you know, we had a playoff game that was streamed this year. Strictly streamed. Not on, on broadcast outside of the home market. So we had that. Is that the future? Where are we going with this? And what's next for streaming as far as the NFL is concerned? I don't know that I agree with the commissioner, like the linear, non-linear. That doesn't, to me, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense because these over-the-air channels have multiple channels if they want to use them. Mm. Like if Fox wanted to come in and work with their Fox affiliates, why? You know, is that what he's saying that the things we can't do is that we could have a kids broadcast of the same broadcast, or you know, uh, I mean, SAB has been around for a long time, but um, you know, different language they could. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think that we have the the technology to provide the kind of channels and distribution that they want in that phase. I also think the YouTube number is an interesting play because DirecTV, I mean, you're talking about DirecTV versus the Internet, right? And everybody's got the Internet. Not everybody had DirecTV. So to be up 24% on that doesn't shock me at all. I personally like to just end the show. What do you mean? Smarter. Oh, you're already smarter because of this? If the fish were the fish are. (laughs) Good night, everybody. We'll catch you tomorrow. Don't forget Chiefs and Niners coming up. You'll hear it right here on The Fan. Jeff, the jokes are Phelps. You have to fish where the fish are. That was pretty deep. I mean, Roger's a pretty smart guy, man. He went to Washington and Jeff in PA. It's a good school. They in John Carroll's conference? They were at one point. Why do you look at me with such like, ah, they used you to You throw out these obscure things like. Well, oh, you was... throw out Washington and Jefferson. Like anyone around here knows who Washington and Jefferson is. The I only just way happened I knew to them. know where the commissioner went to college. Well, I mean, the only reason I know them I is because. a tour of it. I think it was probably when my brother was a Carroll. I don't know statue. if they're still in the same conference or not. Uh, I don't think. No, John Carroll just moved, didn't they? They moved to NCAC or something like that. They're in the OAC. Aren't they moving? Someone's moving. It's them. I think they just announced it two weeks ago. Joe is in Eastlake. Hi, Joe. How are you? Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good. I can answer that question for you real easily about why football is not played around the world. I mean, it's the one sport where you're going to need 11 guys at one time to play and 11 other guys to play on defense. Basketball, you can have one-on-one, but it's only five guys, you know, against another five plus the bench, I agree, you know. And uh, even soccer, you can play soccer, like three guys on three. Uh, You know, it's a lot easier. But to get 11 guys, you know, 26 guys to all play football, I think that's the reason it's not played around the world. What do you think? Because they have only 20-some guys in those countries. Yeah, I don't know if it's the number of players. I, I don't know if that's why. I just think I think part of our problem. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it. Joe. Thank you. Yeah, part they're, of the they're, problem they're is only, there's so many rules only to the game. Thirty males of a football playing age in those countries. You can't get them all to play. Wow. <laughs> I covered a little school in Texas called Sabine Pass. It was little. 
It had under 100 students. It had 34 boys in the school, and 32 of them played football. Let's get those guys, send them to Luxembourg. We could have a Luxembourg It'll be the team. New journal. By the way, just to clarify, John Carroll did join the NCAC on January 18th, just nice. last month. So They won't begin play until fall of 2025. But they did join the conference. That was the point. That's a, that's a shame. What's a shame? Like the OAC, man. What happened to the old President's Conference? I just want to show my oh, age man. there. All right, Jeff. Uh, I did want to hear from the commissioner on gambling. Maybe we'll do that a little bit later in the show. We have so much to do here, so much time to talk so about what time. is going on here to make sure that we are all up to speed on everything that's going on and to figure out what's going on with the Super Bowl. Why not bring in a coach that's been there, done that? Super friend of the show, Mike Martz, joins us next right here, Baskin and Phelps. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.